T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. and A-Rod going at it. Roberts is going. Posada's throw. Roberts, safe. And what can I say? Just dip my hat and, and call the Yankees my daddy. Welcome to the Hall of Fame edition of Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. It's episode 62. They say, I think Bob Ryan, the great Boston Globe columnist, said it's just no matter what you say about the popularity of football or any other sport, this discussion about the Hall of Fame who cares about the football Hall of Fame? No. Who cares about the basketball say, Hall no of Fame? No one cares about any other Hall of Fame but the baseball. This one. And it creates an incredible conversation. He's John Senecal. I'm Brian Shackman. And obviously, uh, Big Poppy David Ortiz, the only player elected in this time around. I think 77.9% of the ballot. First ballot Hall of Famer. So he was close. We talked about that on the last episode. Yeah, he was, and- it was going to be close. We knew that, that the polling that they do was could be off by as much as 10%. So the plus or minus put him right around 75, and he got in it, and he was the only one. I, and let's just start, you know, I mean, so much of the debate's already happened. I just, give me a general impression of whether you think it's deserved or not. I, I think so. I mean, listen, there's no there's no concrete evidence. I'll just say that. We know what we're talking about. Well, he was on the report as a maybe a positive in 03 right. or whatever. But as far as, like... Concrete evidence, tried and true, you know, there's really nothing, right? He wasn't ever, just like Clemens, just like Bonds, there's really nothing. He was never suspended. So in the court of baseball, the court of baseball, he wasn't ever tried and convicted. Um, yes, he does. He's He, on the pure fact alone, I mean, he is by far one of the most clutch performers in baseball history. And when it mattered, too, on the biggest stage against the biggest teams, you know, the one being biggest, the Yankees, against the biggest performers too mariano rivera you know i mean he is and you know they love him he he is a character he's a character in himself he's big poppy you yeah. know how many how many players can go into the hall of fame with a nickname like the nickname people don't even call him david ortiz or david arias right they well, call listen, him I mean, big poppy but think about think about all the negatives that can derail reputations i mean he was in a situation where he was shot he's divorced you know, very recently, I noticed that when he when he when he hugged, there was some woman. Yeah. It's kind of sad to, to me actually that his like, wife was there for him all the way through. Isn't, yeah. isn't there? But 
I, he the pulled point, the George the, Lopez. The, the point is, is that a lot of things that might have derailed other reputations have not derailed him. He's still so beloved. And I will tell you, I was there on opening day in 2013 at home after the, the, the marathon bombings mm-hmm. when he said, this is our bleeping city. And at first I was like, I, honestly, it's amazing how things have changed in less than 10 years, how I was horrified that he said that. Right. But and but then I and then I realized the reaction to it was such a risk to do, but it it really resonated with the pride and the intensity of the moment. Right. And it will be something that no one who was ever there or watching it will ever I mean seriously ever forget. It transcended sport. And and don't think for a minute that that didn't factor into 100%. the equation. Yeah, because you you said a really a really interesting point that 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 should be the sort of the springboard because you you have the steroid era, which is is the problem, right? And whether who why are some people guilty and others aren't? I mean, you said Bonds and Clemens never tested positive, so why did they get sixty six and sixty five percent on their last year of eligibility, and Ortiz gets in on his first ballot? Character. That's what it comes down to. So it's a popularity Every, contest. Everybody, well, I'm not, I'm, when I say everybody, I'll put quotation marks around it, right? Everybody hated Barry Bonds. He was like the Ted Williams of the generation, right? right. But Ted Williams got in the Hall of Fame. Um, and Clemens, obviously, you know, everybody loved Clemens, but whenever all the smoke started simmering, he just went on the total offensive. He came right out and said he didn't give a rat's ass about the Hall of Fame. I mean, he said it flat out. He even but, said after the vote this well, time, after this time exactly. he said, I, I didn't play baseball to get into the Hall of Fame. And you know, that's totally bull crap. Right. Nobody that plays professional baseball doesn't I mean, want to be in it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's it, that is your headstone. But what is anyone going to remember you by? Right. One of the best things I saw, you know, obviously social media exploded, but somebody said, you know, the, the person with the most hits in the history of the game, the person with the most home runs, the person with the most Cy Youngs, those three people are not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and Bond says what, like seven MVPs? Yeah. I think no one's got more than that. No. So how do you reconcile How do you reconcile it? I mean, to me, I've, I've said this. I'm old school in the sense that I don't like the era of the steroids because I think it, it really disrupted the integrity of the of the records. But having said that, you know, when you talk about somebody, you, you know, we talked off air about Mariana Rivera and Derek Jeter. Now, do I, do I think Derek Jeter took steroids? I, I probably don't think so, but I, I can't say that anybody didn't. Because right. I just know that, like, in the conversations we've had with ex-players and ex-coaches, I'm pretty sure that even the second baseman that you didn't know about was taking it. And the reason was mainly just because if they had no power, they needed to have some power, or they wanted to just be able to be in the lineup every day, and it was right. good or, for recovery. Or they're taking them, but they don't look like Jose Canseco. I mean, look at how long Cal Ripken Jr. played for. So you, you're hurt. saying he did it too? Who knows? Right. Who knows? I mean, that the problem is, and, we, every, and you beat the horse – you can keep beating it is that generation of players is no matter what you're going to have somebody thinking it right so there but are, then you got Mario Rivera who's unanimous choice of the Hall of right. Fame so there are two tiers right and this is where it gets interesting because you have Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens where the argument is they would have been in even if they hadn't but they also done, came no, around wait, a little me, earlier let me, too. let me let me yes that's a different conversation let me finish this point you have Clemens and Bonds who they say you know even they were Hall of Famers before they even started using, right? But then you have the players who you know were elevated because of the era, right? Whether it's, you know, I don't know. I mean, you could say— Manny? Well, I mean, you could say Manny and, and A-Rod potentially were Sosa? Hall of Fame caliber players. Sosa's one. But even guy like a guy like Billy Wagner. That guy was so juiced up. 
I mean, I, I, it's hard to argue that he well, wasn't. I mean, he, plays, what, he played with Ken Cam he and Eddie, been, right? He would have been an average, an average pitcher. You know, I mean, like there's a bunch of guys that you know that I mean, were you elevated could just, just see because when they, of when the When they era. played that they were torqued up. Right. You know, I mean, you could legit see it. It was like they were they were jacked on something. And so it's easy to separate, in my opinion, sort of the, the ones that belong in the conversation and the ones who don't, right? And it, Clemens and, and Bonds. I think Manny, you well, know. What about a player like Andrew Jones? I mean, he has Hall of Fame numbers and no one even talks about Which is him. weird because he was always kind of chubby. I, I never would have pegged him as a, as a, as a juicer. But he also went like a stretch that he was just unstoppable yeah. for a stretch where his numbers were inflated, and then he kind of, you know... Disappeared. Right. But he put him up over a long period of time and played for a long period yeah. of time. I like the exclusivity of the Hall of Fame, but I think this era has is a major problem because I, I just don't know how you can go... Like, I understand they're going to punish Pete Rose until he dies. He's never going to be in the Hall of Fame as long as he's alive. But when it comes to Bonds and Clemens, it's really difficult because they are such reviled by a huge portion of the baseball-loving population that even if they make it, what's the celebration going to be like? I mean, Bonds is still not somebody we even see. I mean, I don't no. even know what he's doing with his life. Clemens, you know, he, I mean, he pops up here and there. Well, his kids are still playing baseball, so he's here and there. I mean, the other, the other problem I have with this whole thing is is you have people in the Hall of Fame like Bud Selig, Tory, those guys um, that benefited from this. I mean, Bud Selig literally... Turned a blind eye to the steroid problem for a, over a decade. Yeah, it was all under his watch, basically. All under his watch, and they—you can't tell me you didn't know this was happening. And again, like, also the writers, the same writers that voted for these guys for All Stars—I mean, not All Stars for MVPs and Cy Youngs at the back end of their career. When you yeah. know there was smoke. I mean, right. everyone would joke about the size of Barry Bonds' head, right? But you voted for him for an MVP. Now you don't want to vote for him for the Hall of Fame, right? I mean, listen, I was at ESPN. In the late 90s, and everybody, everybody knew there was something going on. The question is, how do you put it in context? And for me, like, I still go back to, I mean, listen, Bonds and Clemens and the Hoffman, ultimately, I don't care. I just, I'm just bummed that, like, I still feel like Babe Ruth's home run record, Roger Maris's, I feel like they still would be there. I do. I, and, yeah. and that's the thing that bugs me is that if you X out that one 15-year stretch, and then put back in all those records. They stand for 140 years. Like I just, I, I, and I don't like asterisk culture. But that's the one thing I can't reconcile is how baseball. I want, I want to look at. You know, I know there was 144 games scheduled and then 162. But I want to look at the integrity of the 150 years and be able to look at that timeline and see there were undulations, there were ups and downs, more dead ball era, live ball era, right. how it impacts it. But for some reason, this era. Brought you seventy home runs, right? You know, and that's bullcrap. You know what I mean? It's garbage, in my opinion. Yeah. How do you go from forty nine to like seventy three in a season? I mean, Bonds hit three hundred seventeen home runs from two thousand to two thousand seven, and he only played fourteen games in two thousand five. Right. And you got to remember, on, in some of those seasons, he was walking one hundred ninety eight, hundred um, over two hundred times. Right. His home run per at bat ratio was was insane. So literally, if if he saw a pitch to hit, I mean, you remember when in night and what when he hit the seventy three home runs? If he saw a pitch to hit that year, he hit it. He hit it out of the park. It was like a joke. It was it's like a watching a slow pitch softball game. I know he had one hundred and seventy seven walks and seventy three home runs in two thousand one. Yeah, and ninety three strikeouts. 
I mean, basically almost every, I mean, so he had 73 home runs out of 156 hits, so roughly half his hits were home runs. He but the, that's my point. It's it's a caricature of a baseball season. And I and I think that whether he's in the Hall of Fame or not, I mean, that can be decided by other people. But to me, like, how do you long-term reconcile the records? And that's what bugs me. I don't and think so, you can. I mean, how can you can't, like, take – you can't come up. Maybe like some nerd can come up with an algorithm to figure it out, and you could drop numbers off of them. But yeah, you can't. Okay. You either got to just put them in or leave them out. And I mean, listen, everybody knows those two, especially. We've said it. They had the talent, man. You saw these guys when they were when they were dominating when they were string beans. Yep, 100%. dominating. Listen, Roger Clemens, now, eighty-six, pitched, went fourteen and zero to start the season. They could have played fourteen years and made the Hall of Fame. Instead, they played twenty-two years and made right. the Hall of Fame. Okay, so listen, he's John Senecal, I'm Brian Shackman. This is Fan Base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. I, I don't know, just for, for S's and G's, I'll just sort of tick down the list and you tell me if you think they belong. And then, you know, you tell me what you think. Barry Bonds. Yes. Roger Clemens. Yes. Scott Rowland. I, I, I'm surprised he's, he, his numbers are so high. It's the, he, it's the gold gloves, and I think there's some. They were talking the other day. I was listening to somebody on sports radio that there's some metric that the the Saber metric. He's like Sabre the Ron Santo, but not as good as. Ron but I mean, Santo. he got 63.2 percent of the vote. I he know. got more than Kurt Schilling. He got more than everybody. He got double what A Rod got. Well, I mean, the, the mascot the would have got more than Kurt listen, Schilling. You know, we'll talk to Rico Bronya, who played with him. My answer is a firm no. He's not a Hall of Fame player. Yeah, I, he doesn't stand out to me as like that guy. I even because no. he he was like he was in the height of when I was watching baseball. I still am, but like you know when you were really into it. I he mean, was it's great, like, but he's not a yeah. Hall of Famer. Kurt Schilling, no. <sighs> Kurt Schilling's getting killed by the court of public opinion. Thing is, again. is, it, is he a nice man? No, but does he deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? I think he does. Todd Helton. You know that's an interesting one. You'll say a lot of people say no because his numbers were inflated, but. He's inflated for two reasons, right? He was in the Royd era and in Colorado. Yeah, but, but I'm not was, saying he was, he was a, a user. Super, I don't know. Super consistent player. He hardly Very ever li- ever missed games. Very likable too. Yeah, and everybody loved him. One team. Um, you know, he was like the Cal Ripken Jr. of that team. Billy Wagner's. Uh, yeah, I think you already sealed his fate. He's no, Andrew Jones, forty-one <laughs> percent. I say yes. Really, amazingly defensive player. Yeah. Numbers are there. Um, longevity. Um, Gary Sheffield. No, too much smoke. Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> you know what? I'm surprised that he was only at like 34%. You I thought, thought he'd be at 50 I right? thought he'd be around 50 because he's A-Rod, right? Half the people hate him, half the people like him. Right. What I can't stand about A-Rod is no matter where that guy goes, we got to know about it. Oh, hey, look, A-Rod's at the Green Bay game. Who cares? <laughs> you know, all right, if you're going to sit in the stands at the Green <laughs> Bay game- But he's not the one taking the pictures. $2, but that's not him doing it. He's not paying a publicist. He's not paying a publicist to do it. I know. Who was that girl that was in front of him just trying know. to get in the video? I don't know. 34.3%. Jeff Kent. No. Okay. Manny Ramirez. Yeah, I'm sorry, Dan Shaughnessy. What? Manny. No. He got he tested positive like times. five times. Uh, Omar Vizquel. No, he's a wife beater. Sammy Suser. Too many, too much smoke. Andy Pettit. Tested. Jimmy Rollins. That's an interesting one. Now he we're going all MVP, the way down right? to the riffraff. He won an MVP, but not enough. Not okay. enough. Bobby Abreu, no, no. Although for a stretch, I, I think he's a guy there that his uh, the the era might have helped him too and never tested. Who Abreu? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He didn't hit for power, but there was like something a Raul Abanez kind yeah. of guy. Burley, no. no. Tory Hunter. Actually, you got to look at Burley's numbers. Burley, Burley threw a few, couple complete game. He cup uh, what a uh, perfect game. 
couple of Cy Youngs, I think, or at least one. Yeah, he's kind of a great, great pro, deserves a ton of attention, made a lot of money, good for him. Not in the Hall of Fame. Tory Hunter, I find extremely likable. Not happening. And, the mayor of New no Britain, way. by the way, Tory Hunter. That's what he was known by. New Britain. I mean, New Britain had a lot of folks go through there. Yeah. That leads us to our last thing. You got for a little nugget to leave us exactly. with. Exactly. Back when he was known as David Arias. David Arias. David Arias. He played, before he broke into the major leagues in 1998 with the Minnesota Twins, he played for three teams in, this, in the 1997 season. High A, Double A, and Triple A. We spent most of the time at Double A, 81 games in New Britain, New Connecticut. Britain. And New Britain. For the Rock Cats, these cats rock. Right? It was the New Britain Rock Cats. Now, they had some great players come through. Hunter, Justin Morneau, yeah. Michael Kadire. The catcher, uh, uh, Ma- Ma- Joe Maurer. Maurer. Like, everybody. Everybody that came through there, the Twins, came through there, right? Now, you say... They say that you can make it in double A, you're going to make it in the majors, right? So let's look at his numbers that year. 81 games, he had 94 hits, 45 runs. Now this is what's going to shock you. Even though he David Ortiz led the league in doubles his final year at in 2016 with 48, he also had 26 doubles in 81 games in double A this year. Wow, with New Britain. That's with just New with New Britain? Just with New Britain. 26 doubles, two triples, 14 home runs, 58 RBIs, 88 strikeouts. What does that tell you about him? 26 walks. It tells you he can play. He's a baseball. He can play. He can play. And then he got a little bit fatter. And then he got 48 doubles because he had Fenway. Right. And he knew how to use it. He knew how to use it well. But it shows you pre, well, you don't know when he started. But, I mean, I I guess between 96 and 03, he put on like 40 pounds. Not all of it muscle, (laughs) mind you. Those are good numbers. Yeah, those are numbers that get you to the majors. Yeah. I mean, I've seen people called up from double-A straight to the majors with less. That's why he was in triple-A at the end of the season, right? So... That's really interesting. So that's where did you dig that up? It's just you can find it online. You can find anything online, just like you can buy anything on eBay. <laughs> that's right. Uh, he's John Seneca and Brian Shackman. Listen, share us, uh, watch us on YouTube, and of course, always be listening. This is Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.